0: Welcome to the Before 30 Podcast, inspiring conversations about life and work with your host, Auntie Janine and Nephew Trey. Welcome back to Before
1: 30. This is Auntie Janine. This is
0: Nephew Trey. We are glad to be back in the studio. Uh... We got a, a fun um, episode for you guys
1: today. Yeah, we, we hope you enjoy it. We've had, um, this has still been an interesting year. It right? is. September, I think you've done more recreational things than I have. I feel a very, <laughs> I feel like, although it's completely in my control to do things, I haven't really taken a trip and done anything, and so I'm starting to feel... A little cabin fever. Getting that itch. Yeah.
0: To start planning your next trip.
1: Yeah, but as most of you've heard, I've been remodeling my kitchen because that took longer than it was supposed to. I had to cancel a trip. I didn't travel Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. which was I think our last long weekend before the fall of
0: the summer before the fall, yeah. 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 And it was I had a lot of travel plans uh, this year. So it was, you know, especially with the wedding, with the engagement party, then the bachelor party, you know, a lot of those things got canceled um, or postponed. So it was, it was really, you know, trying to find little small opportunities to, you know, travel, get connected and, and, you know, make sure I stayed in touch with friends. So yeah, virtual, you've been doing virtual parties. I have been doing a virtual parties and, you know, I think once, you know, now since things have I don't know if calm down is the right word, but I think people are now starting to get back to normal life. If you want to say that, or people are taking precautions um, with their interactions. I've started to be able to, you know, kind of connect with some friends that you know I trust that you know aren't, aren't out here wilding. You know, they just yeah. you know they're still being cautious. So you know, I've had an opportunity to connect with a few friends in person. Yes. So that's been really
1: good in person with mask on, six feet oh, away
0: for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. For the most part. We now have you been one of
1: those people that's been like on the news. They've been showing like these huge pool parties. And oh no! Of, so you're not a college student anymore. So we're you we're not doing that. Doing the- the, like, These
0: mansion like, parties, yeah, hundred people. Even going to the club, I see a lot of videos of people going to the club, and I'm just like, you can go to the club, but are you wearing your mask in the club? And I don't see anybody wearing a mask in the club, so I'm really confused. Yeah, because how
1: you dance with a mask on? How you gonna get somebody to buy you a drink? Which they supposed to look into yeah. your eyes and be like, I'm mesmerized, and just, let me buy
0: you a drink. Yeah, and it's even, um, you know, just kind of attending weddings. So you know, through the photography company, we shoot weddings and everything like that. It is hard to me. It is hard to. Drink Breathe. alcohol. <laughs> it's hard to drink alcohol and eat and try to be always conscious of being socially distant. So
1: I saw a guy, not in person, but on video. <laughs> he had a mask and it had like a little flip up thing where your mouth goes. That is too funny. And flooded. a spout for you to put your straw in
0: to drink out of. No, it's so... I mean, it's it's necessary because I was shooting a wedding and then you're like, okay, you've got to eat. So you got to pull your mask down to eat. You're drinking. You got to put, so it's, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, even when you're eating and drinking. Yeah. As
1: Americans, we are not accustomed to that form of restriction. (laughs) We're not. That form of (laughs) restriction. Yeah. And we don't even know mask etiquette. Like once you take a disposable mask off, are you supposed to put it
0: back on? I You're supposed to throw it away. <laughs> you don't want to talk about I, don't, I want to talk about that because you know, mm, yeah. I don't want anybody coming for me. So, but you do know, you
1: pull your mask up if you have to sneeze because you, know, <laughs> so you, you have allergies. Are
0: you sure allergies?
1: Straight allergies. <laughs> Georgia allergies. Um, like, there's a lot of issues with mask wearing. Uh, people are gonna judge me. So let's go back to a time before mask. Yes, Let's
0: go back to a time before mask. And yeah, so before and we've talked about, you know, what we kind of had envisioned for 2020, um, you know, and we've talked both about like traveling. Traveling was something that, you know, we both do. We both enjoy. Um, And just in general, like what why do you travel? I'm curious, like I know everyone has their different reasons or what they try to get out of it. But why do you travel and what has it done for you?
1: It used to be an escape from the day to day of my real life. Um, But then after that, um, when I realized I don't need to escape my life because I had started creating the life I really Mm -hmm. wanted to be a part of, Mm -hmm. it was being able to just go and see something different and then coupled with being able to spend time uninterrupted quality time with my friends or whoever I was traveling with so then I got to experience different cities and countries with other people who I loved and were very close to me
0: now when would be the first time you said you traveled so let I guess we can kind of go back so as your childhood did you travel a lot with your family no we or-
1: went to Arkansas Okay. So give everybody a context. So Arkansas, so, so, but you we lived. To, in, I lived in Milwaukee. Milwaukee yeah. Um we would go to family reunions and load up in the car and drive down to Arkansas. And how many hours? Um that was probably about anywhere from twelve to fourteen oh, sorry. hours. This is, a, this is a trip. Yeah, this is a trip <laughs> is from a trip. Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, so that was our annual trip. We didn't do Disney World and stuff. We went to Six Flags, which was ninety minutes away from Milwaukee and in Chicago. Um, and we did a lot of local trips. My grandmother would take us fishing and okay. go upstate nice. and stuff like that. Different places, day trips. Um, but it was expensive because it was four of us, four this kids and, you know, grandparents and my mom. That and, makes sense. So, Hotels and, and, and just, it, it just was people. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't... And I didn't really see a lot of people go on vacation. You just mm. didn't see a lot of black families... You went to where family was. was. That was a vacation. And so that when I started sense. working, all of my vacations were from Alabama to Milwaukee. When I moved to Atlanta, from Georgia to something Wisconsin,
0: with family. I always family. went
1: home. And then somebody was like, Why don't you go on a real vacation? <laughs> so my vacations were going home. I'd spend a week in Milwaukee.
0: It's funny nothing. you say that because most of all of my trips, so. Are- Um, I've spoken about it before family reunions was something that was really big. I have family reunions. Yeah. I can't believe I do them every year, every year on both sides. My dad, all of my grandparents have their own separate family reunion. So, um, I think the most we've ever done in one year was three. So every year we were at multiple family reunions. So to your point, travel revolved around meeting with family. So, Mm -hmm. uh, South Carolina, New York, it it, it related to a family reunion. So, um, that was my my formative years of traveling revolved around family, but then I traveled you know maybe about two and a half three you know about three hours away for college when I went off to college. I would say that's the first time I traveled as an adult or lived outside of my hometown um but what about you? I know you went a little bit further. I went
1: away at seventeen, so uh, when I left to go to college I, so I left Wisconsin and came to the south. Um For college and so, but I did you couldn't even
0: buy a lotto ticket.
1: I couldn't do nothing <laughs> um and she Alabama still don't have a lottery Real? from what I understand, maybe okay. they do. I don't think they do, but um, so I did that, and even while I was in college, I didn't take that many trips. I didn't go down to dayton Daytona for spring break. I uh-huh. went back home to Milwaukee interesting, so yeah, it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta i um, and got exposed to other people who would um go on vacations. And that's how I learned what a
0: va- a real vacation was. So what was, what would you say was your first real vacation? Um I went to Hawaii. Oh, oh. And and what what point in life in was I
1: was this? in my 20s. Okay. Um and it was interesting cuz I was about to be promoted in my job when I was still working in public accounting and my one of the partners on the team and another senior leader was like, you need to go on vacation. <laughs> they just told me not, they weren't worried about me using my personal time off. Right. It was like, you need to go on vacation because you are driving people crazy.
0: Gotcha. You need to disconnect. You
1: need to disconnect. Like I was total driver let's get these projects done why you don't have this done but i was also the fate one of the favorite people on the team right and it was like we want you to finish out this week and on friday you need to leave here by one o'clock t- was this like leave- a forced
0: vacation Kevin? yes it
1: was forced <laughs> and leave your laptop here wow and like totally unplugged and at the time i didn't even have a cell phone so they didn't have to worry about that but, um, yeah, so it was forced, mm-hmm. highly recommended. <laughs> highly recommended. Um, and so I went to Hawaii for two weeks. Okay. And how
0: was that experience? What? How did you, one, how was that experience in Hawaii? And then I'm curious, like you said, you were kind of, you know, maybe not even tense. I don't know the right word. How? How were you different when you came back to your job than you were before you left?
1: I was relaxed, number one. But I had learned so much about, you know, just traveling, I have met so many different people, had different food experiences, got to see how people live outside of the, you know, the contiguous. US, how you say it, the word? Yep. States, um, and got to you know off the mainland, and got to go <laughs> over to Hawaii. I mean, I realized how much I love the ocean. Oh, that's um, nice. I love the oh, sun, yeah, Georgia, the beach. Right. We uh, like, no, we have, no, we are landlocked <laughs> in Georgia. And we're landlocked in Atlanta. In Atlanta, right. Um and then you still gotta drive three hours from here, two two and a half to three hours to get That's to true. the get to the ocean. So that was and then I realized, oh, this is what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I should be traveling. Seeing other parts. It didn't take anything away from me not going to Milwaukee. I can always go to Milwaukee for Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Um Right. And so that was great. And was it a
0: solo trip or a girls trip? Um, I friends? went with some girlfriends. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. I think my first big trip, huh, it was probably, so I did a lot of domestic travel. So after I graduated college, a lot of my friends ended up on the East Coast um so i lived in atlanta but i would take a lot of trips to charlotte and dc i was going to dc a lot but i would say my first big trip was uh dubai it was oh, a went yeah to dubai. it was a it was a trip uh there was some era some flight fair oh, is this when y'all were on the yacht oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh, okay. this was like yes. <laughs> this was yeah. like 2016 I'll and it's, how old were you uh, y'all were like you aging me uh, What 20, were y'all like, t- Yeah, y'all were like Twenty-six Twenty-five, 25 and 26. Twenty-six Yeah
1: Cause I remember when y'all Went on that trip And I had gone to Dubai A few years before you guys And I was like My <laughs> Dubai
0: experience Was not like theirs So there some Y'all were like, there for like Yacht week or so something So no, there were some people That may know So it was Christmas Eve I think of Twenty- <laughs> Like fifteen There was this flight era Who who knows if it was an error, if it was on purpose? But we all got two hundred and fifty dollar round trip flights from on New Delta, York. Right? No, it was uh. Emirates. Oh, no, United Etihad Emirates? or Emirates? No, Etihad. I think it's okay. Etihad. So we got two hundred and fifty round trip flights from New York. I believe they were straight through flights to um, Abu Dhabi, which is oh, the capital yes. uh-huh. of UAE, and then so we went over to Dubai. So an amazing trip. Like it was my first. Time. I had to get a passport. It was my first time out of the country. So oh, okay. an amazing trip with, with a group of guys. But because um this was such a a flight deal it was so random a lot of different groups went and so it was memorial day weekend we hung out with we connected with some other groups so Mm -hmm. the photos when you saw me on the yacht it was a 40 person yacht somebody organized it like it was an amazing experience i can't even tell you and like you said i learned a lot about myself um and just traveling with others Mm -hmm. learning how to plan a trip how to you know, just navigate being in a foreign country with people mm-hmm. was a uh, it was a great experience. I learned yeah. a lot.
1: My Hawaii trip um, when we got back, all of those friendships ended. <laughs> oh, it was no. a bad oh. experience from that standpoint, um, and I learned a lot. and And I did some self reflection because as when, a result of that trip, yeah, I think we just had never traveled together. Mm. There was a lot of things that we didn't communicate. There was a lot of things that I learned about myself. Um, around my personal space, mm. um, needing time to decompress, um, learning how to communicate better with others. So I'm glad it happened in my 20s and not in my 30s. Um, but these they were wonderful friends, um, but we just, yeah, we didn't. So going forward, so I was always kind of gun shy about taking a girls trip again because right. of that. Um, but then I just said, you know, you just got to have these conversations before you get on the flight. That's real. Like, how are we going to travel? Do we all have to do everything <laughs> at the same time? Does everybody, you know, and we and and I'm glad I had that conversation because I eventually built a friendship with a group of women. Um, and we all used to travel together. Yeah. We used to have some I great I see some trips. of y'all
0: photos. Like, so what is. Do you have one? Do you have different groups of friends? That you I'd, I'd, so, this was a
1: group of friends, um, that yeah, so they were all accountants and attorneys. Okay, I think most of us were accountants or attorneys. and uh, we met through a book club, nice. Um, and some of them went to college together, they mm-hmm. went to the same school you went to. Oh, um, some either. yeah, some of them went there, and the only reason we don't travel like we used to is they started having children. That makes sense. So that that changed the dynamics. You know, focus on them. But <laughs> for years we traveled together. So we went to South America together to Brazil. We went to Argentina. We did some domestic trips like Vegas. Um, we did, went to Cancun. Like a lot of fun trips, and always came. We always left as friends came back as that's friends good. That's and even within those friend groups we had groups right that makes so sense. Yep. and we only have one rule you do not have to do everything together but you can't do anything alone cuz as women you know and no, this was before cell phones that's so that was it so like there was one time, uh, one time I was alone. They all wanted to go to like a dude ranch. When yeah, we were in Argentina. I didn't want to be on a horse. They make me sneeze. <laughs> I didn't want to have any parts of that. And so I was supposed to stay in the hotel,
0: but you and went, I ended went up went wandering. Like, off? Yeah,
1: I wa- wandered around because Argentina is a lot like New York City. So yeah. I didn't. I felt safe.
0: We're in Argentina.
1: Um, in Buenos we, Aires. Yes, we okay. went to Buenos gotcha. Aires. Yeah, Buenos Aires. Aires. Nice. It's because it's like New York City, right? As far as all, the, it's very industrial. Like I was it's only—it's developed. It's definitely it's, developed. Yeah. I was only
0: there for like three days. I oh, had okay. a buddy who was doing a kind of a rotation down there, so we mm-hmm. popped in
1: for a few days. Um, the only thing is when I ran into someone who didn't speak English, or they wanted me to—they wanted to practice their English on me, right. and
0: I didn't speak. You know, so talk about it a little bit more. I guess being outside of your environment and language barriers—were there any other oh. barriers or? obstacles I guess you had to overcome that you feel like really were a part of your development as- I,
1: what I learned one of the essential things that I learned that I always tell people that Americans we do ourselves a disservice by mm. not learning other languages yep. and we are so ignorant about other, other cultures, cultures. Yes. everybody knows about our culture good bad and ugly right? and they all speak multiple languages multiple. including English yeah, and which makes them better. I think better citizens of the world and being able to empathize and connect and build relationship. I but I will say one of the things when I was in um, Brazil, um, people kept thinking I was Oprah. It was the weirdest <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm young you like, have, you I'm, that like, I'm, I'm love so love much shoot, younger than her um, and yes and so people would come up and you know want to take pictures with me, tell me how beautiful my skin was, and just it. just a lot of different things. But what I learned is being a black American traveling abroad was a beautiful experience for us. Like, as women. Oh, we so used to, even as women? Yeah, we used to get invited to do stuff. They nice. would bring extra things over to our tables. Men would come over and um, just try to connect with us. But nothing that made us feel extremely uncomfortable. That's good. Um, So, so I think that was one of the bigger things is that I learned is that, and and I try to impress upon people even now who are having children, have your child learn another language um, because it makes them just more accessible to more things. Yeah,
0: it's interesting you brought that up because it's funny when we went to, um, we took our trip to Dubai. Um, I was a part of a group of all guys, and then there were groups of uh, all women. And you know, I guess when you're traveling to certain you know countries or certain cultures, um, it was the, the women they had a little bit of different experience, and so that opened my eyes to the privilege of traveling as a man. Oh yeah, and not especially you know, in Dubai. Yeah, exactly. You That's know, in, in the Middle East. In the Middle yeah. East, exactly. So it was the privilege of traveling as a man, and you know, just you know. I could get a little crazy and, you know, do some things while still being respectful, but, um, you know, for a woman, it was completely, you know, interpreted yeah. in a different way yeah. culturally. So that was, like you said, broadening my horizon, traveling abroad, understanding, you know, those little nuances in culture. And then mm-hmm. I've traveled to a lot of places. My, a lot of my travel experiences have been um, within the Americas. So um, kind of the West Indies, okay. Central America, um, and South America. And so, um, I love island culture. Me too. My my fiance is Jamaican. I love island culture Me too. <clears throat> so I've been able to go experience that, and just like how you said, not even so how others learn another language. Um, I, I feel like they just really you get to sometimes in America we just get caught up in our work, our job, uh, this this autopilot mentality, mm-hmm. and we really don't take time to kind of just sit back and really enjoy I think a lot of the other aspects of life. life yeah. We let our, our job and our, our how we prioritize our, our lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. We get really kind of consumed with certain things mm-hmm. that, you know, at the end of the day do they really matter?
1: Yeah, like when working and traveling, like especially when you go to European countries and um or either work with Europeans and you be like, well, they they prioritize family. So, if something's going on with family, they will not be at work, or they will let you know they're working, they're leaving work, or they won't be around. You know, people get um, they, sick
0: maternity leave yes. like all of those, those like you said family related things mm-hmm. are, are very important right and they
1: take some of these countries they get a whole month off yeah. some get a whole year and some get uh, if, if maternity, maternity leave is a oh, year yeah, mater- paid maternity leave yes, is, maternity a maternity some, is a year in some in some countries but I think traveling I, I do think traveling can be it's supposed to be a combination of enjoying where you go and then learning That's and right. I will say I'm not a good tourist though so. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I'm not a good... To, like, I have an interest in wanting to know, right. but I can't do an excursion really? trip every day. No. Not every day. Yeah. Only, yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. I just want to wander around explore. and yeah. I want to... I don't even know if I want to explore. I want <laughs> yeah. to wander. Like, just <laughs> okay. stumble upon... Um no,
0: you out there uh, really, you yeah, know... Yeah, just, yeah. Immersing yourself.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. And I love to connect with the locals, right? Absolutely. Like when I went that's to critical. Jamaica, I didn't like the food in the resort resort. So I just kept complaining to the workers, <laughs> like this food is garbage. Why am I why are there hamburgers out here on this buffet? Right. And they were like, Well, that's what Americans like. Whew. I was like, look, I live in Atlanta. I get more Caribbean food in Decatur yep. than I'm getting here. And this guy, he was so kind. He had his mom, his mom, because they, they're they eating at home. Yep. He brought me food. Nice. Because I was like, where's the roti? Where's the, he was like, you know about that? <laughs> Why isn't it here? I didn't come to Jamaica to eat spaghetti.
0: That's right. <laughs> Not spaghetti.
1: So like, so I have to leave the resorts. And go, and like, where are the locals? Where are the people from the community? I want to eat with them, I want to talk with gotcha. them, you know, I want to become a cousin that's,
0: overnight, yeah, no that's good now I, I want I want to hear something fun i want I want a funny, interesting story, something a little juicy. You know the that's happened on one of your trips that uh you know so
1: this is so if anybody has seen the movie or read the book How Stella Got Her Groove Back, so I don't know. So if you haven't and you're in your twenties, check that movie out. So it was based on her real life story. So when we went to Jamaica, we kept having all these Stella, you know, experiences. Oh my gosh! So. So, so, like, we could be laying on the beach in our chairs, reading our books, falling asleep, right. and hotel workers or people who... Yeah, mostly hotel workers. Can I want some sunscreen
0: on yes, you? Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, we would get nads. You would get propositioned a lot for sex or marijuana. Um, but the the number of sexual propositions, when they find out that you were American, is very easy to tell um, who's American and who's yep. not. Um, so, that was that was crazy <laughs> like i was like that's a book and a movie like yes. and then you be like what are they trying to f- give me to bring them back to the states or something it's too funny that green card so yeah so that that's funny. that was probably one of the Like really, I mean, and it had gotten to a point that it really got out of hand. So this one guy, he happened to be a police officer. We met them, we hung out with them in the club. The Jamaican women, the locals, they were they were hating on us. I was like, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be safe getting back to the (laughs) hotel. And then this guy, he kissed me like all tongue, completely caught me off guard, and I was like, oh, and I was worried that something bad might happen. To me, and so it was just... So you do have to be careful out there with the locals when you party with them. You do. But, Love um, it. so, yeah. So the Stella Got a Groove Back experience is probably the funny thing that, that I can... That came top of, top of mind. Nice, nice. What about you? Anything funny? Unexpected? Oh, uh, yeah. Because y'all have taken some pretty dope trips. We have. and the guys. And
0: so my, the group of guys that I travel with, um, it's a group of five. And so we met... Um, at my first job uh, in public accounting. And so we've taken quite a few trips. Nothing, actually, now now that I'm thinking about it, (laughs) uh, a few trips were a little crazy. Uh, So we went to Panama and Colombia. Oh. So that... I've never been there. Those trips were kind of crazy. Panama... Panama was fun. (laughs) And then Colombia was good as well. Um, I love Colombia just because... It's it's an amazing it's an amazing country specifically um, Cartagena was the city we were in.
1: That's where all the cocaine cartels and stuff were, right? There was uh, a lot no. of cocaine so in Colombia. Yes, it did. I
0: watched. Yeah, you see I watched the some shows. Did you you feed into this stereotype? No, yes I, and no. But well, yes. yeah. I
1: mean that part cocaine is, is in Colombia,
0: but is cocaine grown in Colombia? Yes.
1: Yes. I'm not saying that. I cannot. That, you. Like I didn't mean to offend it's a, you. No. It's I trying think. What's the name of the show that I? Because I have a lot
0: of Colombian friends too. Yeah. And so. They get real sensitive, because like, I used to say that, too. I mean, and they it's were just, just like,
1: like, black people don't grow crack, but black people use crack. <laughs> right. We're not one in the same.
0: <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that was a good trip. But I would probably say the funnest trip. We, we have a lot of fun. Um, So we were in Thailand. I thought you went to yeah, Thailand. Yeah, we went to Thailand. And we went out and partied one night. Um, I had way too much to drink. Um, and so we came back to the hotel Or to our Airbnb Wherever we were staying And I was riled up Like I, I was just riled up when, when you when you get me going The music
1: And I'm, he's so conservative y'all <laughs> I, you know, I gotta get him to loosen up
0: And so Something One of the guys I'm gonna drop names Anyway Tevin One of the guys was Tevin, Tevin can instigate stuff He can get me to go from Zero to 60 in an instant So Stanley One of my friends Was talking in the background About something and I thought he was talking to me. So, of course, I've been drinking, so I don't really know what's going on. I thought he he said something slick to me. So I went and just threw some water on his face. Oh. And I was just like, oh. And so he's like, Trey, you need to chill out. And so and I'm like, you know, now I got that liquid courage now. So I'm like, what you talking about? You no, 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 no. So he, he's like, well. Stanley a big dude. Stanley's a big dude. Stanley got at least... <laughs> Q box, 60, 70 pounds on me, 60, 70 pounds on me. So now we're in this phase where I do throwing water on him. and Now he got everybody else talking in the background. You just going to let him throw water on you? Like, what? You going to do that? So, you know, of course, I got the liquid courage now. And then somebody said, I bet you won't do it again. So I didn't proceed to throw another water out of the water bottle on him again. Then it turns into an all-out like wrestling match. So uh, we're in the middle of Thailand wrestling. He puts me in a chokehold. <laughs> like uh, the video is crazy. There's a video. The video is crazy. So. <laughs> We we haven't had I would say what was is any drama, but mm-hmm. we've always so, always had some good adventures and some good stories. That's so,
1: good. What's cut? that picture
0: of y'all hanging
1: from the cliff? What's the story about the cliff? So when you like, go to if Bra- you put your feet down, you're on the ground.
0: Yeah. So when you go to Brazil, there's this hike we took, and there's this rock that's kind of on a cliff. Uh-huh. Um, but if you shoot it from the right angle, well, let me. If you shoot it from the right angle, it looks like there's nothing below you. Right. But in all transparency, it is a very steep like cliff. So oh, even okay. once you put your foot down, you're maybe two. Probably two or three steps away from like literally like rolling down the cliff. Oh, so it okay. is. So you got to be careful. It is. Yeah, you have to be safe. I didn't see that when I was in Brazil. Oh, so it's technically outside of Rio. You got to okay. like. Yeah, we it was like an, an hour and a half. That. It was like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, we
1: that. Come. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Did
0: y'all go to the waterfall
1: up there? The did, yeah. they call it the Devil's Mouth. I can't think of the name. We were of it. there for you the really Olympics. Fly. Well, we flew over.
0: Oh, yeah. See, so we did a that's lot. of like, Come on now. Yeah. That's a whole different aspect of the
1: trip. Yeah, we're supposed to. The Olympics is cool. So we got
0: to go to track and field. I think we went to we went to two events. I forget the other event we yeah.
1: went to. I think you know if, when when I look to spend money, like if I'm budgeting that travel. Like last year, I traveled forty weeks for work, and I always try to. And it was all in the U S. And I tried a couple on there, a couple of days to stay in that city because yep. typically I have friends. Somewhere in almost every place I travel, so which is really cool to know some people there, get to do some local stuff, eat at some local restaurants, and spend time with them. But this year, I was like, okay, I'm taking (laughs) these trips. I'm going to these places. Um, And now it's September, and the only place I've really been, I was in California at the beginning of the year. Um, but also, you know, getting to explore Georgia has been yeah. interesting. I've been doing a lot of hiking and going places. So, so even if you can't afford to leave your state or leave the country, right. the things that are in our own backyard, we take those things for granted. That's exactly um, what I was
0: gonna say. And I think even even if it is in your backyard, exploring something new, so hiking, you know, doing something that that's gonna get you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, it'll teach you a lot about yourself. Your you know how you have to you know guide yourself and encourage yourself through a situation and mm-hmm. so um we always try to incorporate an activity into you know some type of trip, and you know it mm-hmm. I always have that experience in the back of my mind of you know even if I didn't go far and there wasn't a language barrier, you know me hiking up a hill or me having to you know swim across a stream or something it was it was a challenge and something that I overcame so you know, whenever I'm presented with another obstacle, you know, work related or in a personal life, I kind of have that point to reference. And it's like, you know, hey, you know, you can get through this. So get out,
1: explore the cities that you live in and the the state that you live in, because that's and you can just Google some of this stuff. A lot of states have on there like thirty things to do in this state that you exactly. didn't know about. And Georgia is pretty and some of the stuff is free. A lot of I'm it like, is, yes. you know. And and even in Georgia, we got wineries here mm. more than just Chateau Lawn. I mean, we got all, we got a couple of which, nice. yeah, we got Stone wineries Mountain. here. I I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry, I y'all. Still. You cannot get me a Stone Mountain. Um, but you know, there's just so many things that you can do in your cities and states. And so, but I have a friend right now. He was like, he's been traveling. He went to Dominican Republic. He's been to Cancun oh, wow. all during this quarantine and the COVID thing. He was like, this is the best time to travel because ain't nobody out there. They treat them like royalty. They've been getting upgrades yeah. to, to sweets, oh, yeah. all the food. He was like, we ain't worried about cleanliness because we're the only ones yeah. here. There are so, definitely opportunities. And in it. it's inexpensive to travel to some of these places. So, but if you haven't traveled, you know, plan a trip, Yeah, even if it's into your local state yeah. and you drive somewhere and check out some things. And
0: I think um, also solo trips, we, you know, oh, yeah. we've talked about how we both have done solo trips. So um, mix it up a little bit, you know, definitely travel with, uh, you know, friends or family, um, but also consider a solo trip that will, you know, that'll be a journey all in itself. And so yeah.
1: I like solo trips. The hard thing about solo trips is pictures. Right, get you, a good always, selfie stick. Yeah, get you a good selfie stick although people will uh, kindly right. take a photo for you of you um, and then I think I like to do solo trips because I would always go to a beach so either local beach somewhere on the coast or in the gulf um, or even I've even gone to San Diego once for a solo trip now I did a couple in some training in there and then stayed but um, it's just nice to relax read your books write sleep uninterrupted um, but I, but as a woman, I've never felt comfortable. Like, I have friends who've traveled abroad by right. themselves and done, like, a week in Paris or mm-hmm. in Europe. That I've never had any interest in doing. But I will go to the beach, stay at a hotel, um, and just kind of veg out True. and
0: enjoy that. And I know we've talked a lot about travel. We've talked about some international trips. But I'm all about traveling on a budget. So, yeah. I can, you know, there's going to be a whole other episode where... You know, I can give y'all Trey's ver- nephew Trey's <laughs> version of how to travel on a budget because there's a lot of ways to make traveling affordable and make some of these experiences affordable. So um But
1: you- look for that next week. Yep. Trey gonna do a show all by itself, traveling have. on a budget. I got a lot. Yeah, cause, and that's probably what I don't do as well. Cause I'm like, okay, this is where I want to go. How much it costs? Let me pay for it and go. Oh. Even when I was in the traveling with my girlfriends, I didn't plan nothing. Now we did have some planners in the group right. who mm-hmm. got all the discounts and the travel, and I was like, y'all just let me know when it's ready, and I will give you my <laughs> credit card. I didn't plan anything, which is a skill that I haven't I haven't really mastered.
0: Yeah, So and it, probably, it's always different when travel with less, people. Everybody's yeah. role is, you know. You know, there's pros and cons of traveling with the group and without a group. So mm-hmm. when you're with the group, you got someone's got to be a leader or yeah. you got to come up with a project plan. Somebody got to be the peacemaker. Right. Someone got to square up after the after the trip. <laughs> who paid for this? Who paid yeah. for the Ubers? Right. Who paid for the, yeah. the meals and yeah. uh, currency exchange? Yeah, it can be yeah. a lot. It can so,
1: be a lot. But so. yes,
0: I'm definitely going to uh, be on the lookout for that. Traveling is affordable. Um And so just thank you all for tuning in. We. You know We're really excited to talk about traveling. as something that has been a part of both of our growth and our yes. development. Yes, and we and it, do
1: plan to do a Before the, a before 30 travel trip. Absolutely. So we want to do a retreat with all of you. So once y'all get this vaccine, uh, <laughs> at the present, we still might have y'all wear you Yeah, we're going to do in 2021, the goal is to bring everybody together for the Before 30 retreat. Um, and we're going to be somewhere cool, exclusive. It's going to be a good time. Good time. So we got something to look forward to. Gotcha. So
0: thank you again for joining us. Um, please make sure to subscribe. Please also make sure to engage with us on social media um, as well as rate uh, this episode. So yeah. we love you guys and we will talk to you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Before 430, where you're a masterpiece. And a work in progress.
0: Thank you for listening to the Before 30 podcast. Help us grow by subscribing and commenting on today's show. The Before 30 podcast is owned and operated by Before 30 LLC. Be sure to connect with us on our website at before-30.com and follow and like us at Before 30 on all social media platforms.